Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. I have a special treat for you. An unforgettable voyage to the islands of Kalea. Where are they? No, don't look for them on any ordinary map. They exist only in the Gyrus Hippocampi. And that is located... Well, uh, that's what this story is all about. Werner, is he alive? The body that is dross. We will burn it as we do the animals in the crematorium. The brain, ah, that is something else. And it is doing well. Now the fight is first to keep it alive. And second? Each thing in its own time. Isn't it enough that, for the moment, we have created a miracle? Our mystery drama, The Brain Without Mercy, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Norman Rose. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Group. Across the southwestern portion of Texas, near the border with Mexico, a smallish two-engine Canadian de Havilland is flying about 2,000 feet and slowly descending. It is the last leg in a long and perilous journey for its two pilots and the three passengers who have been held as hostage. A dark-complexioned man with a Thomas machine gun at the ready and strapped into a parachute keeps a close watch on his terrified fellow passengers. In a large suitcase beside him is two million dollars in small, unmarked bills. This is the end of a three-day headline story which has kept most of the country on the edge of their seats. Okay. Bring her down some more and cut back on the throttle. You, compadres, move up towards the cockpit. Okay. Hold your hats. I'm going to open the door. This is where your friendly hijacker bids you goodbye. Don't make any crazy moves. Just leave that up to me. Hasta la vista! Those parachute, 11, 12, <laughs> beautiful, 15, 16, 17, more to the right, so I hit my spot, 20, and here goes number two, Still, ring broke right off, where is that emergency, I'm too much weight, I got to... Jettison something, but dropping money not to do. Damn it, can't have been all for nothing. Gently, Billy, gently. We have a precious cargo. As I may, Doctor, them bumps is on the road. I realize. Perhaps we should have the headlights. Uh, it ain't that dark. But you're the boss. Whatever you ask. Ha, 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 that. 
Strange time of day, twilight. Can't even see the lights go on. I'm glad you're driving instead. Uh, Willie, what? what is that on the road? Uh, there's like some fella passed himself out on the edge of the road. Uh, uh, some some foreigner maybe had too much snake juice. Uh, uh, don't stop. Oh, my baby needs help. Uh, you're a dog. Oh, very well. Let's have a look. Now come, I need your help. 
we have much preparation to make. Have you reported about this man to the authorities? No. But it is the man. Oh, yes. He has an identification bracelet from a paratroop division. But you will not report him? And lose this incredible chance to get the money we need? Two million dollars to complete my experiment? But where is the money? Uh, only he knows. And he's unconscious. So I must unlock the secret from his unconscious. How? If he's in coma and on the point of death. With luck, I may bring him to consciousness long enough to find out what I need to know. If not... If not, Werner, what else? Well, the man is moribund. No way we can keep him alive. But if we arrest the degenerative process, only the kidneys are destroyed, every other vital organ in his body could be preserved by the techniques under which we have been working. Now, most important... And this is the perfect opportunity. The brain. The brain? We have maintained the brain of a rat, a rabbit, and more and more successfully cats and dogs. Why not a man's? But the man is still alive. The man is due to die from other causes. And besides that, he is a criminal. We are not the judge of that. So we are not the judge. No, we are only the fortunate recipients of a golden chance. But Werner... How can you risk it? There are enough questions about there your clinic already. There are enough questions about this. This man planned to disappear. <laughs> I am only making sure that he will. Now, get dressed so we can scrub up. Ilda, you and I are about to perform the most important operation in our lives. <laughs> Fusion machine will serve to replace his kidneys long enough for our purpose. The man could be kept alive, perhaps indefinitely, until a kidney donor. Ah, Schliebchen, it is not worth the gamble. Not when we have a better game to play. Oh, you know, what you contemplate is murder. Uh, technicality, not even valid. For Miguel, uh, that is his name, we must think of him as that. Miguel will still be alive, outside his body. Alive? Yes. More and more, Ilsa, the definition of death is being accepted at the moment when the brain ceases to function. Miguel's brain is not going to cease to function. No, is it, Miguel? You and I, we are going to make history, no? Werner, what are you going to do? Well, first of all, we are going to dispose of the last remnant of man's best friend... We are going to take away the life supply of blood from the dog's brain so that we may have it available for Miguel. Werner, I'm afraid. Do you know what you're doing? Absolutely. I cannot save Miguel's life under the ordinary definition, but I believe I can save his brain, and I need all of your help. Have I ever denied it to you? No, Ilsa, no. But do not fail me now. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Scalpel. So, factors. Good. Drill. Now, how is the blood pressure? Steady. 160 over 80. Uh-huh. Better than I have any right to hope. Now, I need your hands to help uh, put the pressure on audio so we can hear. That's it. We must move as fast as possible. Why? Oh, there, Liebling. Yes. 
I must expose the whole brain so we can move freely. His heart stopped. It doesn't matter. I can switch to the heart pump now. Uh, Turn it on. Now, give me the spinal cord. Ah, yeah, good. Now, steady. Easy. We place it in the bath with the brain itself. Ah, Miguel. Alive. Swimming again in the primeval slime from which man came. Uh, You can cut off all supportive measures except the blood reservoir and the oxygen. Is he alive? The body? That is dross. We will burn it as we do the animal's remains in the crematorium. The brain? Ah, that is something else. And doing very well. Now the fight is first to keep it alive. And second? Each thing in its own time. Isn't it enough that for the moment we have created a miracle? You got the food ready for the dark and Mrs. Dark Woman? Yeah, Willie. But how long have I got to make up trays and such instead of plain sit-down meals? I don't know. My poor old Willie. You never know much. And understand less. But what are them two doing in that old laboratory? Oh, something mighty important. Uh, something with that man you drug in like he was another animal for the dark to mess around with? Now, Lucy, you hush up. The doc, he knows better than the whole world what he's doing. Ain't nobody else like him. I ain't old so sure as you. It's all good. You hadn't to talk like that way. He's the nearest thing to a preacher and and more close to God than anyone I ever knew. Most times I get the feeling that what he's doing is flying in the face of God. Must we watch over it day and night? Oh, not it, Liebchen. Him. Miguel is alive and well. As long as the brain lives, the man lives. For what reason? It is only an island of cells, floating in a protective bath like the placenta in a womb. But it cannot grow. It cannot communicate. It is only a medical trick. Not this time, Lisa. Not this time. It cannot grow, perhaps, but it can remember. And if you give me time, it will communicate. With two million dollars at stake, trust me, I will find a way to make it communicate. To make Miguel release his secret. Dr. Werner Dietard, a madman or a genius, can he really keep alive a mass of gray cells divorced from the human body, fed by machines which simulate the function of the heart? And even if he can accomplish that miracle, how can he communicate with this pulsing pearl gray organ which floats like some tropical jellyfish in its nourishing private sea? I'll return shortly with Act Two. (laughs) 
Miguel Rivera's brain is all that is left of the man who once bore that name. The recognizable part of him, the body, is long since reduced to white ash in Dr. Dietart's private ovens, an ash now scattered to the four winds. But in another world, the more recognizable everyday one you and I inhabit, a vast network of law enforcement officials is painstakingly trying to locate Miguel and the two million dollars he escaped with when he parachuted out of the plane. Governor, we got every foot of territory he could possibly have landed on or moved to since covered. But like I say, Governor, that's wild country. And a man could hole up snug as a prairie dog or be long gone into Mexico by now, particularly since he was Spanish-speaking. Oh, no, sir, don't you worry. We're staying right on top of it. Sheriff, you got anything new? No, Bill, not since identification. Miguel Riveras, ex-paratrooper, U.S. Army, Vietnam veteran. No previous arrests or convictions. Just a plain guy who blew his stack and made a grab for the brass ring. So you don't mind if I hang around? I mean, this is a big news break for me and my station. <laughs> we need all the help we can get. And you news broadcasters are not to leave. Hey, you figure he had Confederates waiting for him after the jump? No. No, just strictly on my own hunch, I figure him for a loner. Uh, see, there's another thing, Sheriff, that the co-pilot mentioned. What's that? Well, with that submachine gun and that suitcase loaded, he was carrying a pretty heavy load for jumping. You suggesting there was any chance he might have hurt himself landing? Well, I don't with know. With two parachutes and him a paratrooper? Like I say, it was just a thought. Well, I don't think it ain't occurred to me. That's why our helicopter's been flying so low. Eh, that reminds me. I gotta put another call into that foreign doctor fella up Dreadville way. Just like to check him. Though it don't make no sense for Rivera's backtracking that way. Well, just in case he's seen or heard anything. Well, my best guess is that he has some horses staked out. Or maybe even a jeep so he could get away across the border. Well, by this time, my guess is he's sheer out of this world far as we're concerned. I really wish I could help you out, Sheriff. Uh, Riveras, you said his name was? That's right. And he stole two million dollars? Doctor, don't you listen to the radio or the TV? Oh, yes, of course. I, I have heard the story, but it is so unbelievable. Well, no matter the way it sounds, you can believe it. If he escapes, he's got two million clear profit because there's no way those bills can be traced. It is really incredible. Uh, tell me, do you have any hope of finding him? Well, he can't just have vanished into thin air. Werner, what did the police say? They can't trace Miguel. But the money... They found it? Uh, no, not yet. It means we have little time. We can't search for it with the police everywhere. We must find out from Miguel where he hid it. Miguel? His brain is still alive. It is only left for me to find a way to discover what his brain knows. Willie? No, oh, yes, Lucy. Where are you going? I gotta go help the doctor and Mrs. Doctor. Now? This time of night? Help him to what? I don't know. Magic kind of things. Tell me, what are they doing in that, that laboratory or whatever you call it? 
I don't know. But the doctor needs me. I gotta go. Oh, Willie, I'm scared. You know what I think? No. Why, Lucy? I, I think you and me ought to cut and run while the going's good. Now, don't lay any trouble on me, woman. I can't leave. The, the doctor, he, he needs me. I'm Mrs. Doctor. And what about me? Well, the, the doctor and the Mrs. Doctor is, is my job. They, they need me first. Oh, Willie, boy. Honey, don't you know they'd be the first to shut you off the moment they didn't need you, and I'd be the last? You you hadn't ought to think anything mean about them, Lucy. Willie just knows his place is off. You've got to know it, too. Willie, I just know only one thing. You're my man, and I love you. And I won't ever let anybody harm you. Now, you understand what we must do, Ilza. The first thing is to make the brain hear. But why? We have the electronic larynx, which we've used with sheep and dogs. All Miguel's brain must do is speak. Well, how can it answer? How can Miguel answer if he does not hear the words? The animals answered. Because we induced a small measure of pain. Then they would react vocally with a, a bleat or with a squeak, a bark. Then it was a simplistic process, a reflex action. Now we must establish a very complex one. So, you take this microphone, and when I tell you, you will speak. Oh, and what is the box you have on the table? This is an interfacing device which will multiply the signal into speech patterns. Uh, well, shall I try it now? No, no. First, we make adjustments. Uh, you can watch on the oscilloscope and see the voice grams as we hear them. All right, now. Speak softly. Say the name. Miguel. Miguel. Slowly, over and over again, while I adjust the sensitivity. But how do you transmit it to the brain? The same way as we do with the larynx for the return operation. Uh. Now, I must implant these electrodes in the auditory cortex. So, Ilsa, you speak, but softly, softly. Miguel. 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 Ah, so... I have them planted. Well, how can we tell if it... He, Miguel, can hear? There is no reaction. Of course not. The brain has no muscle. It can only reply to one electrical impulse by a responding one. Ah, and you'll attach the electrical larynx now. Yes. Since we know that Broca's area is specifically the seat of articulate speech. There. And I have had practice with animals... I can be more sure of this operation. The other is hit or miss. It may take time and patience to set those electrodes accurately. Now, let me have the microphone, please. Here, Werner. Miguel. Miguel? Can you hear me? Nothing. It does not work. I must adjust the auditory circuit. It is very delicate. It take a long time. A very long time. Hi, Sheriff. You hmm. got anything new on repairs? Yeah, not a glimmer. What do you suppose he did with the parachute? Yeah, buried him, I reckon. 
Well, by now we got men on foot going over every inch of that territory. You ought to pick up some trail. The only trouble was that rainstorm. Yeah, probably washed out any sign of that skyjacker. I can't sit here any longer to death. I'm getting out on the field. The man can't just have disappeared into thin air. Doctors trying to talk to that man we found side of the road. But the man died, Willie. You and me burned him in the oven and scattered his ashes. And not all of them. What do you mean? He kept out one part of them. What part? His brain. Prettiest thing. All shiny and white gray like. Willie. What? You... You trying to tell me that brain in behind that door is alive? That's what it is. He's been keeping it alive, too, with that old two-cycle pump I helped him build. But if the brain is alive, that means the man was alive when he took it from him. I reckon. What's the difference? Well, I'll tell you what's the difference. That means that man was murdered. And if the police ever find out, we could stand to be put in jail for burning up and hiding what was left of him. Can you hear me, Miguel? It's no good, Werner. It won't work. Now, patience, Ilsa, patience. We just try a new placement for the electrodes. So, and so. Now, Miguel, Miguel. Yes. Werner. Here, take the microphone, Ilsa. Speak to him while I modulate. I must get it into exact phase. Now? Yes, now. Miguel. Keep on. Keep on. Don't stop. Miguel. Miguel, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Miguel? Ask him again, Ilsa. I've almost got the setting. Miguel, I'm talking to you. If you hear, reply. Yes. Yes, I... Give me the microphone. Miguel. Miguel, you understand me? Caramba. Who? Who are you? What happened to me? Now, Miguel, we must take this very easy, step by step. First, I am a doctor. Doctor? What is this place? A hospital? My private hospital, yes. Miguel has contributed little to the conversation. 
or uh, should we say the last vestige of Miguel that is still extant. It is hard even to estimate just how much he has comprehended until, for the first time, he speaks at length. What is he saying? He is praying. What is to become of him? He can die if he wants. After. After what? After I get the money. Miguel. Miguel. What is it? Do you feel... I mean, are you ready to tell us your story? Why did you do this to me? I had no choice. You were so severely damaged internally. Death was inevitable. The brain was all I could rescue. Why didn't you just let me die? In these modern times, it is a doctor's duty to do everything he can to maintain life. Did you call the police? Well, actually, no. Why not? Uh, because they could not help you. And you could help me in a way that they would not have allowed. By becoming one of your guinea pigs. A most valuable one. A real guinea pig in the sense that the guinea is a golden coin. What are you after, man? When you jumped from that plane, you had with you two million dollars, no? What is In small bills, not over twenty. But when Willie and I found you, there was no money. Who is Willie? My hired man, a general handyman. A little slow in the brain, but a magnificent physical specimen, and very useful to me. Okay, okay, I didn't ask for his life history. I don't intend to give it to you. I am much too interested in that money. Now, where is it, Miguel? No. No money. What? I mean, no deal. Where it is, that is my secret. But I think you will tell me. I am sure you will. What makes you so sure? Oh, my dear Miguel, if we cannot agree, I have only to, how shall we say, pull the plug and you cease to be. Oh, no, you, you couldn't. Oh, you won't get it out of me by threats, Doc. By me, you might as well pull the plug. What have I got to it for anyway? Miguel, we can share. What for? What could a human jellyfish floating in a bath of salt water use it for? Well, wait a minute. I just thought of something. How about a deal? A deal? Yeah. If you are so clever that you could take my brain out of my body and keep it living, why can't you put it back in some other body? I mean, like one that is okay and, and keep both bad you mean create a real Frankenstein monster? No monster, just a guy like I was. Very well, very well. It was merely a figure of speech, so to say, but where am I going to... Ah, yes, of course. Werner, please, what are you thinking? Willie, why not? As a person, he is only half complete anyway. His brain is retarded. I would be doing both of them a favor. Werner, you must be mad. Don't say that word to me. And if I could accomplish this 
this miracle, Miguel, what would your deal be? Oh, anything you want, Doc. You just give me enough money to get across the border and get lost, and you can have anything you want. Very well. Where is the money? Oh, no. First, you'll make your monster, Doc. Then comes the money. But how can I trust you? Ready? The patient is, but 
I am not. Oh, Melissa, trust me. We have been through so much together. And this is our last chance. What can I do? You're all I have left. Not even myself. So, we commence. Scalper. Yes. Oh, yes, madam. Now, if you could just wait a minute and, and let me double check. I... No, 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 don't, don't hang up. Just let me get this straight. I, I... Oh. Hey, hello? Uh, hello? Can you hear me? Hello? What you got, Bill? Oh, chef, I hope to tell you the craziest darn part of nonsense you ever heard. About what? The Rivera's case. Well, anything you picked up on that, I want to hear. I don't give a hoot how plain damn foolish it is. So, we make the cut. No respiration. Of course. Willie's body is now moribund. Werner, this is wrong. So wrong. It is all that is right for me anymore. So, Miguel, here is the moment of truth. and waiting. The brain already removed. We have only seconds. The money. Ah, uh, see. You know the maze of the Loving Sisters? Yes. We go over there in the canyon with the river of the Muertes. Yes. Uh, rising to the mesa, there are three buttes. The one to the south, there, at the base, by the river. There is a cave where the trail ends. In that is the marsh. minded enough to risk his neck. <laughs> Too bad it was chopped off. Oh, 
Why has my husband not come back? <laughs> because I hope the police found him there. If they had found my parachute, they would have been waiting. Caramba, is it not wonderful? They could never have gotten him for my murder. But they went for poor Willie, or whatever his name is. And his poor wife. I will go and let them in. Uh, Bill, tell the boys to bring in the doctor. Okay, Mrs. Deedhart. Where's the other corpse? Oh, in the, the laboratory there. Uh, yeah, there's the handyman. On the table. Oh. Lord, what kind of butch? Oh, Bill, turn that damn radio off, will you? Just, just pull the plug. Please give me the creeps. Oh, look at this, Bill. What is it, Sheriff? What must be? Must be the brain poor murdered woman was babbling about on the phone. That thing is a brain? Uh, I reckon. Don't look much alive by now. It won't be. Not since you pulled out the plug. Well, what do you mean? When you pulled the plug... You stopped all these supportive measures which kept it alive. You mean I killed it? Exactly. Oh, come. Young man, don't look so distressed. You have me safely guilty of two deliberate and merciless murders. How lucky you are. You committed a shilly accidental and merciful one. Dr. Werner Dietart and his wife were tried and convicted for the murders of Lucy and Willie Holland. She was sentenced to life imprisonment, he to the death penalty. I shall be back shortly. In the beginning, I promised you an unforgettable voyage to the islands of Kalea. Did you think I'd forgotten? Oh, no. You have just made that voyage. For this cluster of small islands exists only in the cortex of the brain. Our cast included Norman Rose, Bryna Rayburn, Leon Janney, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. The effect only lasts for an hour or so. But we can't be sure of it until we try it on a human. On the rats in the lab, it lasted one hour. Then, gradually, they reappeared. No worse for the experience. Then it's not dangerous? Not to the animals. But we've got to try it on a human to really find out. To get the subjective reactions. I mean, will I see myself? Or will I look down and see nothing but space? How will I move? My body will still be there. I won't be able to walk through things like a ghost, or will I? These are the questions we have to answer with a human subject. You. Me. You'll... You'll come out of it all right. We hope and expect so. The effect has to wear off. And if it doesn't? You'll never see me again. 
Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.